Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Low and Zoe Show. Soon, Zoe's going to be far away, <laughs> and we're going to not be able to do this in person anymore. It's sad. I just like had that thought pop into my head right as I like hit record. But anyways, new big things Yes, we'll, we'll get an abundance of episodes in together before I leave. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, what are we talking about today, Zoe? All right. So today we are talking about the power of being with your emotions and not making them mean anything or have them be excuses as to why you can't manifest and create in your life every single day. Yeah. And I feel like every time we talk about this, it just, it's another one of those permission slip topics that I think is so important. And one thing like Zoe and I have really been embracing lately where, you know, it's just not necessary to heal every last piece of anxiety or every money fear that you might have or you know whatever it is for you we get into this mindset which says we basically need to be perfectly whole and complete before we're allowed to have the life that we want and let's just say thank god that that's not true yeah (laughs) because we are on planet earth here as a continual you know being triggered healing being triggered healing but we're also here to learn how to create and consciously create our lives and you know, create the abundance of that which we desire. And so we're always simultaneously going to be healing and creating. So, you know, there is no rules that say you can't have a million dollars until you've healed X, Y, Z in yourself. Unless you create that rule. Yeah. For yourself, which is what we do. So we're going to talk about that today. Let's get started. I'm Lo. And I'm Zoe. And this is The, the Lo, Lo and Zoe, Zoe Show. Show. We're thought leaders and entrepreneurs who know that an abundant mind is the key to an abundant life. On this podcast, we do manifestation differently. We'll be empowering you to create your wealthiest life through sharing the principles of quantum creation and the infinite power of strategic identity shifting. If you've struggled in the past to manifest the love, the money, the success, and the truly opulent life you most desire, it's simply because you've been missing a vital piece of the conscious creation puzzle. And we're here to change that. If you haven't already, be sure to join us inside our Facebook community, Abundant Mind Tribe, for daily tips, mindset hacks, manifesting tricks, and more that'll equip you with everything you need to manifest the abundant AF life you deserve. Now let's get started. So this is a topic that has come up before when we're launching our Quantum Creators course. Um, We talk about how unnecessary it is to think that you have to control your every last thought and emotion and, you know, overcome all kinds of different limiting beliefs in order to create because we've just seen over and over and over again that it's not necessary. Like we said, you don't have to be this perfect evolved human being to have what you want. Uh, But we wanted to speak to it really directly because I think that, you know, this is like the enlightened version of manifestation I feel where we're not making ourselves wrong for being human beings and we're allowing ourselves to experience our emotions instead of trying to fix them or change them right and every time we've talked about it people resonate with it so much and I know it's like been such a freeing thing for both Zoe and I so that's what we're hoping to bring to today's episode yeah and I think oftentimes when we're uncovering different layers of everything it's it can be so subconscious or unconscious I know for me personally I was going through a bout of anxiety the other week and then I was talking to Lo about I sent you a voice note and I said you know I just have this anxiety like I have no idea where it's coming from um blah 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 and then Lo said well you're still coming from this place of trying to fix it yeah right trying to be done with it already and I realized yeah you're right I totally am yeah I remember like and this is just what we do and like 
I I remember getting that message from you and it was like, I just don't know why I'm feeling this way. I have all this like displaced anxiety and like I went for a walk and that didn't help. And now I'm trying to do this and this didn't help. And like it, it was all this like searching for how do I get out of this way of feeling that is bad and wrong and I don't want to feel it anymore. And this is like the world that we live in, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I read this one book uh, where the author right off the bat talks about how we're all on this like quest for happiness, like feel as happy as possible with as few negative emotions as possible. And like, at what point are we going to realize that it's impossible Yeah, <laughs> to do? And even if we could, it like our highs, when we feel good, they feel so amazing because we have the contrast of the lows. And I think this is one thing we have to understand about energy is like, there's always the, I don't remember how it goes, but the equal and opposite reaction, mm-hmm. right? So if you're feeling really amazing, that energy is inevitably going to balance itself out. I think it's the law of polarity. Am mm-hmm. I correct in that? Yeah. Um, and so, you know, we feel really, really good. And then we have a period of time where we're experiencing different emotions and we label them as being wrong. And it's so crazy to me. Like we, there's this whole world of like everybody experiences, you know, some form of anxiety, worry, fear, stress, um, loneliness, whatever it is. But we don't want to tell anyone about it because we're we're deciding that it means something about us when if if you just look around it's like this is the human condition and then there's this whole other layer on top of that when you start getting into the world of manifestation that says just be happy all the time and when you're in a high vibe state that's when good things are going to happen to you but if you're in a low vibe state bad things are going to happen to you and I fundamentally disagree with this if it's like not something like for sure someone that's in a disempowered state for a decade probably not living the life of their dreams. But if it can be something that you just experience, and that's kind of what we want to talk about today, instead of labeling it and writing stories about it, then it gets to just be like you could have a day filled with anxiety and still come out of it feeling like that was still a good day because I didn't decide that because I had emotions, it wasn't a good day. Yeah. And it's in that decision that you make it mean something about everything that you are creating or you make it mean something about yourself. Like, for example, I've I've always I've I've shared this story before, but when I had student debt before, I always used that as an excuse as to why I wasn't ready to date yet, even though these are totally different things (laughs) and not related. But so easily we use these these uh, things in our life to create excuses as to why we can't create when it doesn't even matter. And when it came to the student debt, like that was something where I was very disempowered, very anxious about it. And I still manifested it, paying it off like overnight. Right. Right. And I mean, we've all had these experiences. And the other thing I always say to people, too, is like some of the world's richest people are also the most stressed, the most anxious, the least happy. But they they focused on what they wanted in terms of financial outcomes and they got it. And this just furthers our point that like, and Zoe was saying before we jumped on, we want to talk about this, how your healing journey and your uh, manifestation journey are two separate things. They, they intertwine with each other inevitably because as you, you know, really look at these old stories and beliefs you have about yourself and start to release them, you inevitably come into alignment with, with more things. You get to have a different experience each day, but one is not contingent on the other. Yeah, and I told Lo this example of Gerard Powell who created Rhythmia, Life Advancement Center in Costa Rica. He uh, will share this story and has shared it online or in his book about how before he came to plant medicine, let's say healed all of his trauma to, to an extent that he can 
be a more stable human being and a, a kinder human being. He was addicted to drugs, doing multiple drugs each, each day. He was uh, abusing his wife. He was sleeping with multiple women all the time, every single day. He was um, doing some shady things in business, yet he was manifesting millions and millions and millions of dollars. And the, so these things are separate. When you come to understand the power of creation and focus and what that means, it's... It, doesn't ha- you don't have to be a whole and complete and, and uh, enlightened human being to create, let's say, millions of dollars. Like it can happen for anyone. You just have to believe in the power that you are as a creator and stay focused on that. Yeah. And really, you know, separate these two things for yourself. I did a, an episode lately or not lately, recently where I said why doubt is not or it was titled why doubt is not what's blocking your manifestations. And this is one thing we wanted to dive into today is it's not the doubt or the anxiety or the fear. It's the story that you have about those emotions, as Zoe said. So, you know, the person that you're describing, he didn't have a story that because he was, you know, had all this shit going on <laughs> that he couldn't manifest lots of money, right? He mm-hmm. probably wasn't that aware, so he just didn't know. So he he did. Whereas we in the manifestation community, the conscious creators are like, well, I have to, you know, there's something here for me to, for me to look at and I need to reframe this and fix that. And actually... Um, we were on a mastermind call recently where Zoe, you were talking about like, there's still something here for me to fix. You actually used mm-hmm. that word and you caught yourself immediately. Mm-hmm. And you were like, actually, no, nothing to fix. There's something to mend. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and we were like, Zoe, that's the same thing. <laughs> it's like this, but it's so ingrained with us, within us that belief that, you know, if I'm feeling this way, I can't have what I want. And I had this in droves about dating where it was like, I have to let go of all fear. And if I want to attract the love that I desire and keep it, I have to be unattached. I have to be super confident. I have to be loving myself. I have to be whole and complete. I have to basically be in this state where I never fall into a place of worry or fear or anxiety because that will have the other person leave. And that happened to me over and over again where I, you know, would have, I would start to have some anxiety around, you know, oh, well, he didn't call me when he said he was going to, or this didn't happen. And, and, I would write the story that because I was in a place of anxiety that he was going to leave. And if I stayed there long enough, that is what happened. But it was never because I had anxiety. It was because I started to create that as a result of the emotion that was there. So lately, a lot of what I've been doing, and I this came up for me when I was really working on this area in the end of last year. And I remember our friend Tara was like, so you're telling yourself that to have love, you can never have anxiety or fear around, you know, anything. And I was like, well, yeah. She's like, well, if that were true, I certainly wouldn't still be married or I wouldn't have had like, and she just helped me to see like you, like the right person is going to love you no matter what, right? And it, I mean, we, it's funny because in other areas of my life, I see where like, I don't have to be, I can have friendships where there are days when I show up in tons of anxiety about things and my friends still love me because I don't make it mean that because I have anxiety or emotions that my friends are all going to abandon me. Yeah. (laughs) That would actually be ridiculous to have that story. If anything, it's like that's when my friends really show up for me me the most. But within dating, it it was so intrinsically linked for me that I had to be this type of person all the time and I couldn't have these kinds of emotions or else I was never going to keep what I wanted or attract it in the first first place and so that manifested that yeah, way and I think it's it's so important to just note like this stigma around like, mental health in all these different ways the anxiety or like feeling bouts of depression or feeling all of these things it's like 
you know, when you're going through them and, and just speaking personally, like when I when I feel anxiety or have felt anxiety in the past, it's kind of like, oh my gosh, like I, I must be the only person who feels like this right now. And no, like everyone, everyone on this planet has felt those emotions and will feel those emotions through various different chapters or scenarios in their life. So it's more of like normalizing that and being the observer too. Like, oh, this is just an emotion that I'm feeling. It doesn't have to mean anything about me. It doesn't have to mean anything about my relationships. It doesn't have to mean anything about my manifestation powers. Yes. And when you come to recognize that and be the observer to it, you can liberate yourself. And like I said, we're always releasing layers of it. Like I uncovered layers like low set in, in a mastermind or do all these things. It's a, it's a matter of catching yourself when you recognize the rules that you've created around your emotions and what they mean in your power as a creator yeah and I just like shared that story because I I you know we still are finding places where we're in this mindset that there's something wrong and until we fix it we can't have what we want right Mm -hmm. or we're not going to get to be happy and that's what we really want to drive home is that like it's just not true and I think this can can bring us to sort of the next thing that we wanted to talk about which was like those emotions are really just there for us to look at what's coming up, right? Mm-hmm. And this is kind of a shift that both Zoe and I have really been conscious of making uh, and that I'm sharing with a lot of my clients is like the emotions are there because there's a part of you who who needs some validation from you, mm-hmm. right? So this is like where inner child work comes in. And I'm not an expert, though I do understand it enough to kind of do my own work that has I've seen really, really big things happen. So like in the fall when I was when I was really working on this area and that anxiety would come up for the first time instead of like trying to push it down and reframe it and be like no I'm confident and I'm blah 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 like just putting a band-aid on it which never worked I looked at it and I was like there is a part of me that feels afraid here or feels that she's going to be abandoned or feels that she's not good enough what if I just gave her all the time and space that she needed to air out that that fear right and I mean as human beings this is what we need when we're in fear about something it doesn't feel good to just try and push it down or to have somebody else tell us that it's not important right yeah which is essentially what we do to ourselves is there's a part of you that's like I'm feeling this way today I'm having anxiety about something and then us as like the adult (laughs) adult version is like no 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 that's wrong don't feel that way Mm -hmm. and so that part of you that all that she or he needs is just a little bit of reassurance a little bit of love think of it literally like a child who's who is scared they just need some some to be heard and acknowledged and some reassurance really that things are fine and when you start to do that not only do you get to separate the rules around like well this emotion means I can't have this outcome but you also start to reintegrate with yourself and that voice gets a lot quieter because now that part of you gets to finally feel heard and acknowledged and reassured which is basically the opposite of what we usually do yeah and so like what does that look like like once you recognize that what does that look like and uh lo gave me this tool of writing a letter to your inner child and that was so therapeutic because i acknowledged the narratives that were showing up so i physically wrote them down understood them uh recognized like where they came from or had some like memory surface of where that Um, originated and I was able to just write through them and just literally tell myself like I am here now you are loved you are recognized like you are safe and sometimes that's all you need it's also really helped me to kind of sit in meditation and just like go to these places in which I remember feeling that way like let's say a memory from childhood and thinking of my younger self like looking at her like sitting there 
and being sad or um you know being frustrated or upset in some way and going over there and like hugging her like I literally just like visualize that and like feel into that and that's been super powerful and you know there is a release that happens for me personally like crying or just like really just feeling for that younger version of myself and another thing that's also really helped is having a photo of myself as like a child and just like looking at that and connecting with that younger version of myself because that's this pure innocent being that like came onto this planet to do all sorts of different things and all have all sorts of different adventures but at some point in time when they were younger they felt scared and unsafe and when you can look at yourself through like let's say a photo and look at yourself like that innocent child that you are you understand like oh they, they only deserve love they only deserve my love and and have that energy energy exchange be so like pure and you know this integration happens that you explained to me Lo is like when you feel it to heal it in these ways when you're with it when you're with the emotion and you understand the narrative and let's say you're visualizing or you're writing this out in a letter all of a sudden it just like integrates it just like becomes part of who you are and you just feel so much better yeah and um I think you're like someone really interesting to talk to about this though because you have done so much of your own healing work and like there's no stone left unturned in terms of what you're willing to you know the 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 ceremonies and the just the coaching like there's no end to what you're willing to do um and I I'd love to hear from you because I know that when we first started talking to the uh, talking about this mm-hmm. on that call it was quite resistant for you and that's how I felt about it for a long time like I don't want to talk to my inner child that feels weird yeah um but it was funny because you're so willing to do the deep work and then when I was like well you know you're still looking for something to like heal so that you get to click it into place like all of a sudden you're just gonna love yourself what if you just started loving on yourself now and it was like it I mean again Zoe just jumped right into it because she's a badass but in in those first moments you were like resistant to it yeah so could you speak to that a little bit because you're someone who so fearlessly goes after her own you know self-love journey but this was the thing that like you you had that initial resistance around doing yeah it's so interesting I was thinking about this yesterday too um because my Reiki healer she uh suggested to me okay well our next session why don't we do an inner child hypnosis where we regress back to your childhood and I was like (laughs) I had this resistance show up and I was like but but I want to I just want to like do the Reiki healing and then manifest my future like I I think I have I'm such a forward momentum human being that like I'm like yeah let's just keep going let's just keep going like there's this um momentum energy versus like me being like oh I have to go to the past again I have to go visit the past again and like I think it's just I have I had a lot of you know trauma in these different ways in my childhood and it's like I I noticed that I do get a little bit frustrated when these this healing shows up I'm more accepting now I know exactly what it is but it's like oh it comes back to my mom again oh mom stuff again or you know these moments in time and and I think like that's why I'm so resistant to it is because I've created such an abundant life for myself and I just want to keep creating and then it when inner child healing comes up it's like no we need to stop and go to the past and I'm like but I have plans (laughs) well and I think what's so like Zoe is someone who does you know 21 days of sananga in her living room which is like literally putting chili peppers in your eyes in the form of plant medicine like even um I bought uh uh rapé whatever um 
And I did it like three times and was like, this is the worst thing ever. I can't, I can't do it. Zoe does it every single night and loves it. It's like you like sniff this powder from the Amazon up your nose and it's just like torture to me. And I know it's like an ego thing, but I'm like, I'm not willing to do this for my healing. Whereas Zoe will literally do that. But I'm like, write a letter to your child, your inner child and tell her how much you love her. And you could just see it on your face. You were like, "Uh, but... Like, can I just do another, you know, ceremony of some sort? (laughs) It's like, but I think that like, that's the, it's just a perfect example of like the resistance that we have around our own emotions and being with ourselves. Right? Yes. Uh, Let me just change something rather than just be with it. And it's like, I know you're talking about your mom there. It's like, basically you, you've done, you've uncovered so much of it. You've seen it for what it really is. For me, like what I could see you being led towards, and I knew that you would kind of get there on your own, was the fact that there was nothing left for you to heal rather than just your own. Like you just have to start giving that inner child the love that she never got from her mom. Yeah. Right? And that was the thing that it's like you were looking to be worthy of it still with all the things that you were willing to heal and how you're willing to do it. Yeah. Except give it to yourself, which I, I shouldn't say you weren't willing because obviously you did just dive right into it. <laughs> but it, there was a hurdle there for you. Yeah. And it comes to this place of understanding. Like now that I'm, you know, I recognize when the mom stuff shows up, it might like come as like a suppressed memory of some kind of me feeling abandoned or alone or Um, not being taken care of and now I'm just like accepting of the memories and I'm like oh yeah these are all tools because each time I become aware of something else when I recognize the narrative that I held on to I can let go and release it and I think when it's kind of the the deeper things that has that real visceral feeling in your body that's when I'm like more resistant to it because we've been so programmed Mm -hmm. to you know anxiety is bad and and that still like lives inside of me in these different ways that when the anxiety comes up subconsciously I'm like we need to get rid of this as fast as we can yep yeah and it totally still comes up for me as well like I still put rules sort of subconsciously and I'm catching more and more of it but rules around like how I'm allowed to or how I'm going to be able to like really up level my income and hit seven figures is like it's still this this narrative around like well you need to feel into alignment with it a lot of the time even though I know that's actually not true (laughs) because I've created a lot that I never was in perfect alignment with or even close to and that's what we teach inside QC squared but it is just so prevalent that messaging and just this idea that at some point we'll just be perfectly healed and then all of the abundance will just be given to us it's like that's not that's not how it goes though yeah and I think there's something to be said about like you can be in alignment with various different areas of your life and still have anxiety like in the past couple weeks when I've had this you know phantom anxiety like I I don't actually know where it comes from I think it's just a load reflected back to me you know I'm moving I'm shifting environments and I'm going to a place that's much different than a city Um, and so my body's probably just naturally like releasing some things Uh that I need to be in that type of natural environment and um I in the past two weeks I've done more in my business let's say than that's gotten done months prior and I felt so organized I've felt so much at this powerful momentum yet I've still felt this like inner anxiety so there's no rules that like because I'm feeling anxiety I can't thrive in other areas like it's just they're happening yeah they're they're two separate things yeah yeah and I mean I think something that people need to understand and Dr. Joe teaches a lot about this is that our past traumas and the things that cause us anxiety as human beings and there's many different things it's not just past traumas but 
we store those emotions like literally in ourselves, right? Mm -hmm. So like one thing I was saying to Zoe is like you are moving to a very different place. And this, the way that our emotions are released or that old trauma is released is through feeling it. It's like an energy that's been stored in the cells of your body. This is like literally what happens. And energy is energy in motion. Or no, sorry. Emotion is energy in motion. Um, And so when we're able to just recognize whatever it is that's coming up and then just be with it, that's us actually allowing that energy to move and release. Yes. Whereas we think that we have releasing is like this thing we need to try and do. Like, oh, I have anxiety. Let me, you know, reframe that for myself and then release this. It's like that's just continuing to shove it back down, shove it back down, shove it back down rather than just being like, hey, I've got anxiety today. Like things are moving. Yeah. And sometimes all it takes is that acknowledgement, just seeing it for what it is and recognizing, yeah, it's here and I'm okay with it. Like rather than just being like, I'm not going to, I'm not going to look at that. I'm not going to think about it. I'm just going to keep going about my day and wanting this thing to leave. No, like sometimes it just takes a few quiet moments of sitting there and being with it. And, um, you know, something that happened to me at my last ayahuasca ceremony is that it's been quite rare for me to actually have a purge. And I, you know, took the medicine and I started to get some visuals where I was like in outer space and there was this very cool alien version of myself and she was flying through the stars and I was like, yeah, I'm going to follow her. And then I also saw in my peripheral this vision of a baby in a blanket and I was like, oh, I'm not going to go there. Like I was like, oh, I'm not going to go there. I'm going to follow this cool alien version of myself. And what we're taught in order to drive ayahuasca is go towards what felt uncomfortable. But I was like, no, I don't feel like it tonight. Right. And then the shaman, like being very intuitive, they like called me up and they're like, come sit with us. And they're like, okay, so, you know, why are you here? I'm like, well, I'm, I'm, I want to heal my heart. They're like, okay, what's showing up for you? I'm like, well, I'm trying to leave my body. I'm in outer space right now. And, and they're like, okay, but like, why are you here? And then they were like doing like a bit of an energy um, healing or like a look at at me. And they said, okay, well, there's a betrayal of the heart. Like who betrayed your heart? I'm like, my mother. And they're like, well, have you forgiven your mother? I'm like, well, I've completely forgiven her to the extent that I can at this moment. And I have done a lot of work on that through ayahuasca. And then they're like, have you forgiven the baby? And as soon as they said that and I saw the baby in the blanket, I just start shaking and purging into my bucket. Like they didn't have to give me any more ayahuasca. I did not feel nauseous. It was like the second that I decided to acknowledge that inner child, I was releasing all of the, the cellular trauma. Because that's what happens in Aya. You in, you ingest the medicine and then it goes throughout your body and collects all of the trauma in the cells and then you are able to purge it. And it was like all it took was for me to just think about my younger self for a moment because I like I'm so resistant to it. Right. So it's like you'd forgiven your mother, but you hadn't it, like you started making it your fault almost like the baby's fault. Yeah. <laughs> for not getting the love. Yeah. Like right. there must have been something wrong with me. Right. As to why I didn't get the love. Mm. Oh, that's so interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, like, and so I think that like one thing we really wanted to highlight on this episode is that you can be doing all of this healing and be manifesting the life of your dreams. And what we really want to, because I see a lot of just a narrative around like what I need to let go of. And I'm just, I'm doing all of this inner healing work and it's all of, it's amazing. It's so valuable, but it doesn't mean that you can't be making a million dollars right now if that's what you want or having the love that you want. It doesn't mean that you can't have the most amazing life right now. And we really want to see people give themselves permission to separate 
mm-hmm. those those two, right? And uh, and just re- I mean, Zoe and I still all the time recognize places where we're putting a rule around. Well, I want this thing, but this is this is what I have to change, right? And I had a like I was meditating yesterday, and I had a sort of like a tagline for something come in or some messaging I wanted to create an email around, which was, "It's not becoming; it's an undoing." Mm-hmm. Right. So it's an and, and it's and it's an undoing of not just the trauma, but what I was talking about is more like what are the rules you're placing around your success? Right. Like, who do I have to be? How confident do I have to be? And it's like at the end of the day, all of this work is just removing more of what isn't really you. Yeah. Right? So it's like that you you think that you need to be somebody different in order to have the life that you want. That's already who you are. All that you're doing is undoing all of the rules, all of the, you know, programming, all of the everything that you were told and inherited as a young person, all the beliefs you have about yourself. You're just undoing those things so that you can be more of who you actually are underneath it all. Yeah. And that reminds me of something that Coach Dan, when I was working with him in regards to relationships, he really shown a light on was that um he said I was always coming at this from this place that I need to fix something within myself Uh in order to create the love when really he's like it's just a matter of letting go of everything that you've ever told yourself about yourself as to why you're you're undeserving or unworthy or this is not something that's meant for you yeah that's been this interesting theme that's come up a lot in a lot of the people that I've been learning from in my business including my coach but some other people who have really blown up in the last little while and that's this thing that they that keeps coming up is like I realized that there was no reason that I couldn't have it now like I couldn't have the next level of success or even the next 10 levels of success now other than the belief that I couldn't so there was nothing more for me to learn there was no you know coach that I had to work with unless I felt called to but like even me hiring my current coach it wasn't anything it wasn't that I believed she new things I didn't. I I don't believe that. Um, It was that, you know, in hiring her, it was going to help me become more and more of who I already am. But anyway, so and that's really the work that we've done is like, what what am I telling myself about when and how it gets to manifest for me? Because that's all there is to let go of. It's just like radical acceptance and an extreme allowing of, you know, having it all come in of whatever it is that you want rather than I need to change this. I need to be more confident. I need to show up more on Instagram. I need to love myself more. It's like, what if you let go of all of those rules so that it could be like, well, it could be here now. It can be here now. I can have it now as long as you're not arguing for not. (laughs) Yeah. And the answer is you. Be more you. So that's always the answer. And when you you know, be more you. That just means acknowledging yourself as like, yeah, I'm actually right where I need to be. It's all working out. There's nothing that I need to do in this moment. I just am here accepting myself and that's enough. Yeah. And I mean, this is definitely a journey. And I think, you know, when you feel called towards signing up for a program or working with a coach or taking a certain action or whatever it is, starting the business, um, that is like, it's all leading you just back to yourself. Essentially. I think that, it's not to say there's there isn't value in hiring people and learning new things and all that kind of stuff. Um, definitely there is, and I can really we talk about the bridge of incidents. When you're setting an intention for a really abundant life, it's all lining up for you, and that's going to it's like the puzzle pieces are going to come in the form of courses and coaches and books and experiences and people reflecting things back to you. But at the end of the day, what it's all leading you to is a remembering of just how enough 
you are mm-hmm. and a letting go of. And this is something like we're running, you know, QC squared right now. And it, this is something that gets asked a lot is like, well, how do I know if I'm doing the visualization right? And we're like, if you're doing it, you're doing it right. Like you don't need to be doing it perfectly, but what we want you to let go of is the idea that there's a right and wrong way to do it. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of, that just like sums everything up is like, if I have to do things this way, I have to become these things. I have to believe these things. I have to not experience those emotions so that I can manifest what I want. Well, what if you just let go of all of that, all of the so that's or all of the, you know, have to's or should's, all that would be left is I get to manifest. Yeah. I get to manifest no matter how I'm feeling. Just because I do. Just because I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I think that we touched on everything that we wanted to touch on. But this is just another one of those like just allow. Like I feel like it all comes back to just this self-trust, you know, and like a knowing. And does it really resonate with you guys to think that everything you want is being held hostage by all of this very – tiresome work that could take decades like no that doesn't feel aligned yeah and we're on this continuous journey of getting triggered and healing getting triggered and healing and we're on and also another simultaneous journey of actively consciously creating Mm. our lives and feeling into that abundance yeah we were talking about amanda francis right before this because she's someone who she does kind of talk about you know not the like not creating associations and um she I purchased one of her courses where she was really talking about working through her fear and trauma within relationships and how it like for two months she just barely got out of bed because she was just processing everything and someone in the in the comments on this video she was doing said how did you continue making money in your business when you were like in anxiety all day you know doing this work and she said I never made it mean that because I was working through stuff and I was in anxiety that I didn't also get to make tons and tons of money. It's like the money thing is just who I am. It comes no matter what. Mm -hmm. And that was like just so, it just perfectly, you know, it perfectly sums everything up that we're talking about where it's like, well, what if you can be healing and working through all the stuff and having emotions and all of that's just fine and you get to have whatever you want as well yeah that reminds me of I used to have this story about like you know as I got more and more vulnerable on YouTube more and more vulnerable and sharing my healing journey I'm like no one's gonna want to work with me as a coach when they see (laughs) how like how I am falling apart and like deconstructing myself on camera like that. Like who's going to want to work with me? And it was the exact opposite reaction I got from the universe. But I decided that I wasn't going to make it mean something. I caught myself saying that. I'm like, no, the right people will find me. My energy will reach the right people. My story will resonate with someone and that's how they'll find me. I made it mean, you know, things in my favor versus making it mean anything of the opposite to my business. Zoe and I both did um, some landmark programming. Zoe did one and I did like a couple of years. Landmark is like a self-development company. And one of their very key takeaways from the first weekend that you do is everything is empty and meaningless and you are a meaning-making machine. Mm-hmm. And it takes people like so long. It took me a long time to really wrap my head around it because I was new to all this. But it's like literally everything is empty and meaningless except for the meaning that you choose to give it. And so we just constantly have an opportunity to choose what we make things mean for us. Like you could literally be, 
I don't know, like a circumstance that you're having, let's say you, like I took on some debt to hire my coach. What I'm making that mean is that I'm going to be a millionaire soon. Yeah. <laughs> but I could make it mean that like, oh my gosh, I'm so bad and wrong for doing this. And I got myself out of debt and then I went back in and it means that I'm not in alignment with abundance. Like I could choose all of those things and there would be evidence for it. But to me, that's just not what it means. Yeah. Right. So whereas someone else with the same amount of debt, it would be like the worst thing in the world to me. The story is that like I have debt and I'm going to get what I want sooner because of it. Yeah, totally. So go out there and like liberate yourselves today, you yeah. guys. Liberate yourself. Notice what you're making things mean or if anything really resonated with you around your own personal stories and meanings today. Just allow yourself to let something go. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let go of a meaning. What am I telling myself here? Is that true? Could I choose something else? Mm-hmm. And then do it. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Thank you guys so much for spending a piece of your day with us and tuning in to The Low and Zo Show. If you enjoyed this episode, be sure to rate it and share on social media. Be sure to tag us. If you're ready to transform yourself in order to transform your life and get personalized support and coaching from us while doing it, click the link below to read all about The Low and Zo membership, The Abundant Beings Club. Until next time, stay abundant.